everybody. It's another episode of Touched by a Horse. I'm your host uh, or co-host, Chris Angel, here with your host, Liz Lane, from across the pond. Hello, Liz. Hi. Hi, Chris. <laughs> How did I do? Is that all right? That was, that was okay. That was all right? <laughs> all right. Well, I, I, uh, my, my kids and I, we are in America. We like to speak in English accents after watching Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, my kids are better at it than I am. But today we actually have the, the privilege of hearing the real thing from you. We do. I shall speak in my finest Queen's English. <laughs> where, by the way, where are you? Just so everybody knows why we're talking about English accents. Where are you in the world right now? Um, I'm actually in the UK, but I'm actually in part of the UK called Wales, which is the westernmost uh, stretches of the UK. So separate to England, separate to Scotland. Yeah. Wales. It's beautiful. I think it's so fun to hear an accent. I don't know. Do you feel that way when you hear other people speaking in a, an accent that isn't your accent? Do I, I like love that? accents. I love the individuality that it brings and character. Yeah. And yeah, I love listening to accents. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right. Well, let's have some fun today. Um, let's start with sort of your, um, where, like, where are you coming from in this gestalt work or your important work in the world? What do you do? What do I do? Oh, yeah. that's a big question. I know. If you could say that in a couple of words, that'd be great. <laughs> I, I play and I hold space with my horses and mm. I invite people to bring themselves for a completely unique experience of self-discovery with wow. their horses in the beautiful countryside of Wales. I love it. So good. Um, tell me about, uh, you know, how long have you been doing that, by the way, this kind of um, work? I've been qualified from the Equine Gestalt program for a couple of years. Yeah. I've been really taking it slowly because I asked uh, for organic growth. Mm. And that yeah. turns out to mean steady, mm. which, which, is, which is perfect. Yeah. It's unfolding. Yeah. You've been around, I was reading your website, you've been around horses for a long time. Yeah, since I was little, kind of no history in my parents or anything in my family, but my mum had an inkling to take us to a riding stables and that was it. Love. Yeah, that's so good. It's so good. How did you find Touched by a Horse? I mean, across the pond. How did you find Melissa in Denver? Yeah, I, I actually spent six months in Canada. Well, I spent a lot of time traveling in my 20s, but mm -hmm. I, I ended up at a place in Canada and connected in with some people um, who'd done lots of different types of training, partnering with horses and learning and self-discovery. And one of them had trained with Melissa. So they, that lady told me about Melissa and that got my curiosity. And I followed that thread of curiosity and ended up on the program. I, I wow. couldn't not basically. Yeah. What was, uh, if you could, I mean, I'm sure there was a ton of takeaways. It's a two-year program, but what was, what, what was one of the biggest directional changes for you after coming out of that program? Hmm. or was there a directional change like what was one of the biggest takeaways from that program I think it was it really was about discovering myself I'd got to a point in my life where I was quite lost and detached from myself and hmm. and didn't really know myself so the the whole training was a process of getting to know myself again you know meeting myself at a hmm. different level with so much more self-compassion um kindness hmm. um so my relationship with myself was what really blossomed, actually. That's interesting. That. Do you, I, I mean, I'd be curious to hear your take. I have my own take on it. But do you feel like that is a common desire for people? Or I would say a problem followed by a desire that people don't know themselves and want to? 
I think a certain sector of people have definitely got that curiosity. I think yeah. some people, it doesn't maybe even cross their mind that that's a journey that's available, that that's something that can be a life experience. Um, mm. But I believe it is a gift to be the uniqueness that we are. Yeah. And to discover that is just a big adventure that, that well, it excites me. So, and every day, you know, there's more potential to learn more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. To walk me into some of the work that you do, because people, when people come to you to do uh, work, whether it's through dance or with uh, horses and play and things, um, I'm assuming that people are coming to you for something. What are they usually coming to you for? I think it it kind of resonates with my journey. The stories that people tell me quite often that they've they've lost themselves they're not quite sure what next steps to take in life Hmm. um they feel like they they they're lost they just Hmm. don't know what to do next they're overwhelmed Hmm. um the story of their life is starting to unfold in different ways that they notice that that they're repeating patterns and and they want some clarity you know who am i in the middle of all this story that I seem to have woven around myself Hmm. so Hmm. to help them find the clarity of who they really are yeah um seems to be quite a common thread what uh that's interesting because it makes me wonder what do you think there's a moment where I'm 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 in my own story and I can't see it for the story that it is it just is what it is right and then there's a moment where I can see it as something else I'm like like there's more here and I don't know how to describe it. I don't know what to do, but I see that there's something else going on. What, what causes that opening in the story? Do you think? I, 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 I think personally I would go with at some point, I believe our intuition, our gut starts to have a voice that's Hmm. loud enough for us to hear. Hmm. And I would say that is the gut in combination with the heart probably. And then we could go even further and say, that's the soul speaking. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The spirit yeah. saying, hold on a second. What, what are you doing right now? Why are you doing that? Right. What, what is this? And so many questions. Mm-hmm. And once we move from a space of thinking mm-hmm. we have all the answers into, I don't know anything, that can be really scary. Mm-hmm. So to offer someone a space where they can explore mm-hmm. the questions. And if questions lead to more questions, mm-hmm. I try to, I would support people to know that being in the question actually opens everything up rather than closes it down. It doesn't bring uncertainty. It brings possibility. Got it. So it's yeah, inviting wow. people yeah, to that exploration through possibility rather than stuckness. Yeah. That's mm. deep. I like that. I like that. You, you, uh, before we hit record, you were talking about embodiment and uh, maybe just let's revisit what that means. And cause I want to explore a little bit of that with you. What is, when you say embodiment, what does that mean? And yeah, what does that mean? For me, it's about having an actual connection to this physicality that we are gifted with in this existence, in this reality. Um, often through a trauma, um, through a, a situation that somebody's experienced, people, distance leave their bodies almost that sounds like a quite a difficult thing to imagine but if something was maybe scary enough or um out of someone's control then the the body can be not a safe place for somebody to be in and so 
there is a part of self which could maybe leave as such and not be not be present so inviting people to embrace the wholeness of of themselves right can be quite a, a process but coming coming home to the body coming back to wholeness i believe that's that's my personal belief mm -hmm. uh, i believe that it's how we can embrace our uniqueness and, and what are we what are we on this planet for mm. you know mm -hmm. as a question like to ask the question what are we on this planet for you mean maybe yeah i mean people go to that and if they can get an answer for themselves which mm -hmm. they I believe everyone has a knowing deep inside themselves mm. and I'm here to support their discovery of that, you know, in their process, their journey. Right. And, uh, and it can, it can, it could be a feeling, you know, it doesn't have yeah. to be a black and white answer for someone. It can be a yeah. feeling, but a knowingness of being home in your own body is a, mm. a really comforting feeling. Mm. Yeah. I would imagine um, those who, um, have had a traumatic experience where they felt disconnected from their body, whether they completely felt out of their body or maybe they just never felt in love with their body. There's some disconnect to the body mm. that, that it doesn't sound far out to them. Like they're like, Oh, I know exactly what you're speaking of. Yeah. That, yeah. Maybe, you know, they're just the relationship to their body mm -hmm. is, is not how they might wish it to be. Right. You know, they might not, trust their body as a basic but they may not like their body so you know body issues right. around um eating disorders and things sure. um you know different things that people experience there's, yeah. there's so much there's so much depth um yeah. and just learning to be friends with yourself you know this right this <laughs> i keep going like this because it's it's the reality that we have as a uh, a source of information about what is real for us hmm. everything else a lot of things go on in our mind mm -hmm. and they're just they are interpretation hmm. when we can go back to the sensation the actual physicalness of that sensory information mm -hmm. that can bring just another level of, of knowing yourself and safety actually hmm. because it brings us to the present moment what is real hmm. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that before. Just that there is uh, safety in knowing what is real and being present. When, if the backs, if the story has been that it's not safe to be in my body, right? But that, but there's a new, a, a new opening for a different interpretation, which is uh, my body. It, it, it's safest in my body. Like this is this is all. This is what's real is right here. Yeah, yeah, and the the, the comfort that can be had from actually being wholly present in your body, then your body awakens in a whole different way. I experience it through dance. I experience it through being with the horses. Mm -hmm. It's a way of being grounded and present and that the energy that you, a person can connect into that I connect into the sensory right. uh, experience in my body is part of where I journey to by mm. allowing myself to feel safe in my body. Yeah. I was mm. going to ask when, how do, um, when people come to work with you, um, what are they usually coming for? And then when they come to you, how, um, how does this embodiment play into the conversation or into the work? 
So some, when somebody would come to the field, um, the horses usually are at liberty around us. So they're bringing their physical presence close to us as an yeah. example of beingness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and if somebody's coming, often I don't know what they're bringing. You know, a client sure. shows up and we sit together and we get very present with the moment um relax connect with our breathing mm -hmm. often the body wants to speak hmm. but the mind wants to get in ahead of the body so it can be a, a really novel experience for someone to allow their body mm -hmm. you know they're a whole being their mind body yeah. soul spirit uh -huh. and allowing the body to speak with the yeah. mind having a little bit of an observer role can be quite a shift for someone to realize what other choices they have available to them. Mm. So quite often clients don't know what they're going to talk about until right. they relax, they arrive, they settle, and then the words start to come. Yeah. And inviting the body into that conversation brings them a new experience of themselves. Hmm. That's interesting. That answers your question. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just being with that for a second. Like, it's really interesting that that if I came to uh, your uh, space with your horses and I sat down, I didn't know what I wanted to say, and then my body started to bring something up, and and in the experience of that, uh, I got to know something different about myself or for myself. That's really interesting because I think we do a lot. Of, I think as people, we do a lot of imagining, goal setting, journaling, thinking about what it is we want. And there's something deeper that we don't usually access to inform those decisions. That's what I'm hearing from you anyway. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. I think when people would ask, what is my niche? Um, my niche is part of sharing how my journey has been to discover more of me. And I sense that the people that come they have that similar theme going on. I'm not asking them to go to the same places I've been to or that, that I'm di directing their journey. It just seems that's who shows up. Yeah. And I'm always really curious. And as part of the human condition in a certain, at a certain awareness level, people do start to question what, what more can I learn about myself? And maybe that does take the conversation to a different space. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, um, I think it's really interesting to go from a place of, and this is, I think this is what we, we were talking about, like teenagers who think they know it all. And then the older you get, the more you realize you don't know anything. Uh, mm -hmm. And you start to enter back into curiosity instead of like knowing everything. Curiosity is kind of what opens up the magic of life, I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and that goes back to sort of staying in the question of what else is possible here. And, right. you know, if, if we allow space and stillness and invite, invite the horse's presence, mm -hmm. um, then things can be spoken from a deeper place inside that a person right. maybe hadn't had a conversation with before. So that person can leave the session with a 
just a complete shift of mm -hmm. connection with themselves yeah. um, and, and with their life and a different sense of knowing and trusting. And I'd, I really love to support that in, in clients. How do the horses, for, like how does it work with your horses to help people uh, come back into their body or have this embodiment, this awareness? How does that work? Um, I, I feel, sorry, I was just getting an image in my head of sometimes I have a little pony. They're all ponies, actually. They're all quite small. Um, you, can, you can put your arm over them. <laughs> none of them are giants currently that I work with. And uh, one of them, I, in her behavior, sometimes it feels like she's, she really kind of tries to call attention to someone who's in their head. Hmm. Really like, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? You know, her behavior just seems to be, come on, what about the rest of you? Hmm. Um, hmm. And the way that they are, you know, they bring their solidness and they'll come and stand close. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And a person, people just sort of, they feel safe around them, even though they're really large animals, you know, right. from, I say they're small ponies, right, but, right, yeah. you know, they're the size of a black bear at the minimum, you know, so that is yeah, quite yeah. large. Yeah. Uh, and for a person to be able to relax in the presence of that, I think it, it shifts their, hmm. Hmm. their sensory, their everything, you know, and the whole coherence thing that the heart, the heart of the horse and the presence of the horse brings, it shifts hmm. something biological hmm. as well as mental, uh, mentally right. for them. And it's, it's an energetic shift. They don't, they can't even describe what's happening, but I can feel it and they can feel it. Huh. Yeah. That's magical. I love that. What, tell me about the dance piece of what you do. Cause that has embodiment things too, right? That's, that gets people back into their body. What do, what do you do with mm -hmm. dance? So again, it's about encouraging people to experience themselves. Mm. Uh, quite often people hear music and maybe they, mm. they want to move. They haven't, a kind of uncontrollable uh, hmm. invitation they would feel hmm. and then they might have words or mind thoughts that are kind of like oh I can't I shouldn't hmm. all those kind of ideas hmm. so yeah that's a that's a an opportunity for me to support them into the what if you know how how would it feel if just exploring you know your hand how that might like to move in this moment hmm. um, and just supporting them to recognize all the different parts of their bodies and all the different options and choices yeah different types of music rhythm styles um and it it's about the invitation it's about creating a safe space yeah and inviting huh. expression exploration yeah. that was the word that was there for me was uh self-expression like that we we live so much of our life not expressed but more bottled up or you know like living in a shell of what we think is expected of us or who we're supposed to be and we don't and we don't express ourselves mm. you know uh, yeah what so what, with that being said what's available on the other side of people being more self-expressed from your own life experience and from what you've seen with clients like what's available on the other side of self-expression more joy more happiness contentedness knowing that it's empowerment it's knowing that 
choices can be made which give feedback really quickly you know i try this and actually i get sensations in my body and i really enjoy them Mm. um usually it's in a group so for people who um maybe have confidence issues they can start off with just sort of really watching other people and that's fine like it's about encouraging people to be exactly where they are being very real Mm. and being really gentle with themselves Mm. so encouraging them in in a way that's appropriate for them that works for them to discover for themselves how it actually physically feels then the emotions that come up can be played with and watched and observed and really um given some um love really you know if somebody feels a little bit concerned about how other people might be seeing them just explaining that we're all on this journey together and um you know close your eyes you know explore things for yourself um Hmm. but i've seen quite you know quite amazing shifts in people who've been to a few sessions that it's just changed their expression of themselves and their their sense of self yeah 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 Yeah, i love that if i think about some of just the statistics rolling around out there about um unhappiness people feeling unhappy people feeling alone or isolated um uh not feeling connected to others or themselves there's just a lot of that in the ether and um that people could um it's not even like it's like that you could be your own source absolutely of feeling connected that you don't need the other stuff if you just come back home come back to your body yeah yeah we have so much yeah. inner resource available to us mm. and as humans i believe mm. we are communal species mm. so if we can come back to ourselves and really connect into that heart gut knowing knowingness mm. And then know that in addition, we can add the company and connection to others. Yeah. Just enhances it. And by others, I mean, not just humans, animals. So Mm. then the horses can come in or other, other animals that people like to spend time with and nature itself, you know, the Mm. energy of nature. Yeah. And that adds another layer of enhancement to just enrich the experience. So, wow. Mm. Well, if somebody listening to this, Liz, uh, is, in that space where they have some questions or like, I, I want, I feel like there's something more for me to explore. I don't exactly know what that is, but this has definitely piqued my curiosity. How do people reach out to you to explore this further with you? Okay. So I have a website and it's www.heartsandhoovesconnectioncoaching.com. Bit nice. of a long, long uh, sentence, but it's all about what it is for me. It's heart, it's the hooves, it's the horses, it's connection and it's coaching. So it's supporting you, the yeah. client to discover yourself in a really safe space. Yeah. I love that. Hearts and hooves connection, coaching.com. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. It. So good. I love this work you're doing. It's, uh, it's really amazing for people to um, come back home inside their body and really learn um, or even experience more of who they really are in the world. And I think that's, a great gift. So thank you for being on the show and thanks for all the work you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Take care.